right, welcome to First and Filoni. This is our week seven episode. Once again, we have uh, a special guest, uh, Miss Libby Rhodes here, along with uh, Andrew Cooper uh, and myself. Uh, last week, I think we finished with the same record, um, same overall record uh, in, in the in the columns as well, um, in terms of plus or minus games for Andrew and myself. Um, Libby, I know you're keeping score of your yours at home. Uh huh. Um, I'm 44 and 21. Andrew's 45 and 20, and you are sucking 41, 24. 41 and 24. So just a few behind us. Uh, my locks uh, didn't do too hot. We went eight and seven last week, so I'm at 40 and 30 for my locks of the week, which still isn't completely bad, I don't think. But um, let's go ahead and get started this week. Uh, this past weekend, guys, talk about upsets on upsets on upsets. I thought it was. Uh, so we had some really good games. The LSU Missouri game uh, came down to it. The Red River Shootout or Red River Rivalry that we're supposed to call it now was good. Miami game was good. Notre Dame game got Notre Dame got blown out. Um, but that that was kind of the theme I thought for for Week Six was was upsets. Uh, yeah. Initial thoughts there uh, for those for last week as a whole. I don't know. Do you guys feel any better with uh, MJ at quarterback over Brendan Armstrong? Put up 49 points last week. Yeah, we also gave up 41. Well, Marshall's not a bad team, like you pointed out last week. So, yeah. I mean, I feel a little better. Yeah. Um, some games I wanted to talk about before we get into the recaps, though. Uh, the Miami game management versus Georgia Tech. So I, I've read into it a little bit this week, and I know we texted about it um, earlier this week as well. Uh, Miami had the game won. Georgia Tech had zero timeouts left. Uh, mm-hmm. But Cristobal, all he had to do was kneel the ball. But apparently what happened was the running back was at 99 yards, and he wanted him to get to 100. So they ran the ball, fumbled it, Georgia went down the field and scored the game-winning touchdown. Now what they came out with even today um, was that uh, on the on the run, the, the Miami's running back knee was actually down. So technically uh, – They discovered that now? They discovered that now. So technically Miami won, but they're in the record books, it will be Georgia Tech. Um what were your guys' thoughts on that? Does that mean Crystal Ball is on the hot seat? Um, or was it just – would in that situation, would you try to get your player 100 yards rushing? No. No, you're trying to be a contender for the playoffs and you're focusing it on one person when you can kneel the ball and you secure the game and, and you move up in the rankings. Yeah. Yeah, I – I, I, I want to agree with you guys as well, but hitting that 100 yards rushing, though, has to be good for a kid, for the confidence going forward. But I, I think as well, it's it's if it was maybe one or two losses, I would have ran it. But they were undefeated in the ACC, and they're undefeated mm-hmm. overall. So, like, they needed to win that game. Um, and then the second, uh, second thing I had was Notre Dame lost big. Um, I didn't think Louisville was real. I, I think it was more of an emotional letdown from from uh, Ohio State and Duke back to back for for Notre Dame and then USC coming up, looking forward a little bit. Um, 
but do you guys think anything different of Notre Dame? Uh, or do you think it was just kind of like uh, the emotional letdown, the look ahead type week? Oh, oh, Mark has something to I'm say. <laughs> Come on. Sorry. My whole personal opinion on that is yeah. all you've got to do with Notre Dame, and I love Sam Hartman, but if you get back there and rattle him yep. a couple of times, he's off his game plan. Yeah. That's what happened to Notre Dame is they rattled Hartman, and he got off his game plan. Yeah. Point. I, I, you're exactly right. I think they did well enough with Ohio State, but then Duke exposed that, and then Louisville exposed that as well. And that's a very, very solid point. Um, not that o- Notre Dame's offensive line is bad, but Louisville's Louisville's not a bad team, or is not as bad as I thought. No. Um. Okay, and then the last one is the Red River Shootout. Um, I thought that was an electric game. Uh, Oklahoma, I didn't think was legit, but turns out that they are. Um. But my biggest takeaway wasn't Texas necessarily. It was Quinn Ewers does not start a game off very well. It's like he has to get hit or something before he can settle into the game. He threw the pick six right off the bat, or the interception right off the bat. Did not look good in the first quarter, but he's led some incredible drives at the end. I think the daggone – He's just so hyped up for something. He doesn't settle in. Yeah. I think that's his biggest thing. He's got so much running through his blood. that, Like you said, I think it takes a hit for him or him to mess up in order for him to really get dialed back into the game plan. Yeah. I mean, I, I think these teams are going to play each other in the conference championship game uh, again. Probably. I, I was just shocked that um, – that last drive by Oklahoma, Dylan Gabriel, wow. What a lucky pass that he got off there. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go he ahead. He played and... really well, too, though. Yeah, he did. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's go ahead and get into some recaps of the week. So let's go on with the game of the week. Uh, Andrew, we'll start with you. What was your game of the week this week? I had two. I had uh... – Texas and Oklahoma is one, and I had LSU and Mizzou come yep. in at number two. Those are the both ones I had. What What are your thoughts on them, man? Um, I wouldn't count Texas out. I think they kind of overlooked or went in there being a little cocky from last year. Yep. But I think it also goes to, to Oklahoma's thing where Venables is actually establishing somewhat of a defense to so keep them in to keep them in in the games with a high-scoring offense, you know what I'm saying? Took him a year, but I think I think you're right. He's got his players in, and they looked legit. Yeah. The mm-hmm. LSU-Mizzou game, that was, that was just a crazy game all the way. I mean, I mean both teams are good. Well, Jay- LSU's Jay- not, but. As much as I don't like Brian Kelly and where I've hated LSU because of Brian Kelly, Jaden Daniels needs to get some recognition in the Heisman race because he – if he wasn't there, LSU would be awful. I, I, Jade, I those no, are the I two games have... that I had as well uh, for the games of the week, and you kind of you summed them up both. 
perfectly. Um, I, I still want to solidify my statement of last week that LSU still not is not going to be happy with Brian Kelly unless that defense turns it around because LSU is known for a good defense and they have not looked good. Um, Libby, what are no. your games of the game of the week? I had Texas, Oklahoma, and Notre Dame, Louisville. Actually, why why that one? Just to rub it. Just face? just cause no, just cause like we held Louisville to thirteen points, but like they just showed up. Yeah, that, that's why I think it was more of kind of a look ahead week, and Louisville game plan perfectly to get in Sam Hartman. Mm-hmm. They so. did. Um, okay, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next one is player of the week. Um, I think Andrew and I probably are going to have the same one here. So, Libby, why don't you go ahead and go first? Who's your player of the week? KC Concepcion, <laughs> highest graded ride wide receiver <laughs> of the week, true freshman, baby. Woohoo! Yeah, he's going to look really good in that <laughs> white next year down with uh, Nick Saban. So, Andrew, who's your player of the week? So, I kind of struggled back and forth on this one. I actually went with the whole team. Okay. I went with Georgia Bulldogs. I think they finally got into a rhythm, and I think they They shut the hell up out the critics, letting them know that they have not gone anywhere against a pretty good Kentucky team. Yeah, that kind of leads into my player of the week as well. Carson Beck and Dylan Gabriel were my two players of the week. Those two, they showed up this weekend. Carson Beck looked amazing. Georgia, I think, is back. I think Georgia's scary again. Um, just like you said, Andrew, they shut people up, dude. Like, they mm-hmm. they shut people up there. Um, was it being I like what, uh, Mark, I like what uh, Mark Stoops said. What he pretty much – and the gist of things was, well, when you can buy players, you know, well, I guess that's what happened. Did you actually listen to, like, the whole context of it, though? He's No. So, when I saw the report and he said that he was complaining about um, not having enough money, he wasn't. He basically said, he was like, well, yeah, I mean, they have a, they have good, they have boosters who are giving them quite a bit of money, which helps out with NIL. And if you guys want to help here at Kentucky to make us a football school, just, you know, give us some more money so we can get those players. I don't have anything wrong with that. That's the way of college football these days. Um, But, I mean, Andrew's right. Mark Stoops is – Kentucky, all their money is going to go to basketball. It's not going to go to football. Um, So, I'd be be interested to see if somebody tries to poach Mark Stoops because he's done pretty well with Kentucky. Uh, maybe to get them a better, uh, better with the boosters and and stuff like that. So, um, okay. Um, uh, next we'll go with the winners of the week and kind of just I'll give you mine to go first. Uh, piggybacking off Andrew there with the whole Georgia Bulldogs is is Georgia. I mean they they looked legit again. They looked scary. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know if they were kind of just saving everything or if they finally just gelled or they just needed to have a true scare against somebody. Um, But they looked good. They made Kentucky look stupid. Carson Beck looked like a Heisman candidate. Like, um, so I have them. 
I, I also have Alabama as well. Alabama looks solid versus Texas A&M. Um, Jalen Milrow looks like he's going to be pretty good. Like he needed that, you know, kick in the butt there at the beginning of the season. And then my final, final winner of the week is the ACC. At the beginning of the year, Andrew and I both predicted, we put the ACC preview first, and we both predicted that it was just going to be a two-horse race. But now we have UNC undefeated, Florida State undefeated, Louisville undefeated, and they can all go undefeated throughout the season. Then you have one losses um, with uh, uh, Miami. Um, I think NC State has one, one ACC loss. So NC State, Miami, um, and there's a couple other just one-loss ACC teams. I, I think it's going to be a fun race until the end. Um, and it's going to be who, what, what is the team that's going to be the, uh, that's going to upset some people? Is it going to be NC State to upset some people? Is it going to be Clemson? Is it going to be Syracuse? Like, who's going to be the team that's going to upset somebody? I mean, Tech at some point, Virginia Tech even at some points had looked pretty good and other points they looked god awful. So, who's, who's going to play upset there? Um, but those are my three winners. Um, Andrew, who you got for your winners of the week? Oh, I think he froze there. Um, so Libby, who do you got for your winners of the week? I got, I had Georgia. You pretty much said everything. And then Louisville. Cause they just got to Sam Hartman. They just did a great job. Yeah. I mean, Louisville, and then, is, we've we've said it a couple times. They're they're looking pretty legit right now. So yeah, uh, Andrew, who are your winners of the week? Winners of the week, I had Louisville, Georgia, and I had Wyoming. Wyoming yeah. still continues to impress me yeah. every single week. Yeah, I have them. I have them actually in one of my locks this week. Um, they're playing Air Force. Air Force is favored by ten and a half. I'm riding with two teams this year that have not that have won three teams that have won me everything: Penn State, West Virginia, and Wyoming. And I'm going to keep riding with them because they're they're playing really really well. And for some reason, I really like their ugly jerseys. Like that color combination is disgusting, but it, I actually really like it. Um, we'll go ahead and go with the losers of the week, Andrew. Why don't you start us off with some losers of the week? Losers of the week for me, I had LSU, Kentucky, and that was really it, only because everybody was so high on Kentucky. Right. And I'm, I just don't think they're all that great, man. I think that they've played some pretty good football. Yeah. But in my opinion, man – they haven't really played nobody up until then. They played Florida, but we know Florida can be streaky. Yeah. What? What? And the one is LSU. LSU. The defense is horrible, man. It's only yeah. it's, it's just a ticking time bomb when you're down there. I mean, how can you, you can't rely on the offense to score 50, 60 points a freaking game well, to stay in a game? Yeah. No, that's that's a solid point. I was just. <sighs> Daniels is playing lights out, man. So I just I don't know. Like 
but but you're right and i i think kentucky that i had them as one of mine and we'll let let me go next but just to kind of piggyback off kentucky this was their reality check game it happens it happened last year as well will levis stunk um they were all high on them um i thought kentucky was a little bit better this year with ray davis and that offensive line but georgia just made them look silly um but then again it could just be georgia coming out it could be georgia's coming out party uh libby who are your losers of the week well i had kentucky also and then i have miami because they should have just taken an e yeah and then I i had miami as well should have taken an e poor poor uh Four clock management there. The next, uh-huh. the, the other one that nobody said so far is Iowa. Um, Cade McNamara is out for the season. Oh, uh, is he? Yeah, he. T- I think he tore his knee. So Iowa, Cade McNamara out for the season. Um, now I don't know if that's a good or bad thing yet because he really hasn't shown anything. Um, but I mean, their offense was bad as it was. He brought at least a little bit of glimpses. Um, but we'll see. We'll see going forward who they have um there because that defense is really really good so uh we'll see all right well let's go ahead and get into the weeks here we got week seven here um we have some tough games actually a lot of tough games and then two kind of bigger spreads uh so we'll start with the bigger spreads we have arkansas at alabama alabama is favored by 19 points Uh, i'm just gonna go ahead and say it alabama's back they're gonna win the they're gonna win the west and i don't have them losing at all um, until Atlanta, and I think that Georgia game is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I think so too. I've got Bama. Yeah, I've got Bama as well. You got Bama as well. I've uh, got Bama as well. Yeah. All right. The next biggest spread is the Iowa Wisconsin game. Like we said, I believe McNamara's out. Um, Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's favored by ten. Um. I have Wisconsin. I, I picked them at the beginning of the year to win the West. I need them to win this game. So I'm picking them here again. I think Luke Fickle isn't there yet, but their their offense is finally starting to come around a little bit. Andrew, who you got? I have Wisconsin, man. I think Graham Martz has a pretty good day against a pretty good defense. I was just not going to be able to move the ball. More to come. More to come. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Libby, who you got? I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> and your defense, he was there last year. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I've got Wisconsin. I just chose that, by the way. Oh, uh, did did you have Iowa? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we don't know what happens. Iowa's defense could show up. You never know. Um, okay. Uh, next, uh, we'll we'll save where the best match I think of the week. We'll save that. It could be game of the year consideration. We'll save that for the end. Um, let's go to uh, Florida at South Carolina. Florida okay. at home is very very good. Florida away. <laughs> Billy Napier mm. has only won one game away. Yeah, not that good away. Good so, in the swamp. Yeah, away from the swamp, Billy Napier has not. I don't think he's won an SEC game. They've they've lost the last nine, I believe. Um, mm. I think that turns around this week. I'm going with the Gators here. Uh, South okay. Carolina is favored by two, so but I am going with the Gators. Okay. Libby, who you got? I'm going with the Gamecocks. 
Mm. True Carolina girl right there, huh? Huh. Yeah, the South Carolina. <laughs> Don't put me with them light blue people now. Andrew, who you got? I know you said you texted me angry uh, two weeks ago when they played Kentucky and you said that you were never betting on Florida again. You going <laughs> to bet on Florida this week or you know, you're going to trust Spencer Rattler? You cut out Andrew. Thing. Are you going to bet Spencer Rattler or are you going to go with Florida? Yeah, I don't know, man. Just iPhone update. Now I ain't got the service anywhere. I'm going with uh, – told you a couple weeks ago, I'm not picking Florida ever again, so I'm picking South Carolina. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew that was going to happen. He texted me so mad. He goes, what the hell is Florida doing? I'm never picking them again. This team is awful. Well, they did look bad that game. Yeah. Um, I don't think Andrews picked a Florida game right all season because he picked against huh. against them for uh, yeah. You picked them with Kentucky, so and you you no you picked Utah didn't you no I can't remember um, anyway. I did yeah I picked Utah for the Florida game uh, next game which I think is going to be a fun game as well Texas A and M at Tennessee Tennessee is favored by three and a half uh, coming off a big loss going into a Top 10 college stadium. Uh, who do you got here, Andrew? Tennessee or AM? This is a tough one, man. Um, it's going to be tough to play in Neyland, but something's telling me old Max Johnson is going to ball out. He looked really good against Bama last week. Yeah. So I think I'm going to pick Texas AM on this one. Now, if Texas A&M loses this game, Jimbo is officially on a hot seat. Mm-hmm. Already, even though they're having a really good season. With the I think so. Yeah, I mean that's, I believe so. I, I I'm not dis, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. I thought he should have been fired last year, but that, that's just that's that's interesting. Um, Libby, who you got here? Texas A&M or Tennessee? Uh, I've got Tennessee. Um, I, I'm going to have to side with Libby on this one. Uh, I'm going to go Tennessee as well. Um, the only, 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 only reason I'm going Tennessee is because it's at home. That's um, why I'm going with them. Tennessee has the number three rush offense. Texas A&M has the number six rush defense. So it's going to be trusting – Joe Milton and I've trusted him before and it failed me. But I, I'm trusting more of uh Neyland there. I think Rocky Top's gonna be too much for him coming off of that rough loss versus Bama. I, I just if it was at Kyle Field, I'd pick Texas same. What did you um okay? Next game we have uh your guys' favorite team. Uh Miami at UNC. UNC's favored by three and a half. UNC they looked amazing against Syracuse. I'm picking them again. I think their defense is good enough. Uh, rush defense isn't there, but their pass defense seems to be competent. I'm going UNC, trusting Drake May at home. Andrew, who you got? Give me the U. And is it just because you don't want to say UNC for both of you guys? 
Yeah, that's why you keep picking the games every week. You can one up, one one up me. Well, dude, they're undefeated. I'm not gonna not pick an undefeated team like this. Honestly, I I think (laughs) this is this should be a really Uh, good game. I'm just messing with you. Calm down. The um, the color matchup of this game should be pretty cool too. I really liked Miami's jerseys last week, but they're not they're not gonna bring those. So, um. Okay, another game. Two two big letdowns last week. Mizzou at Kentucky. Kentucky's favored by two. Do they do they get back to it here, Libby? Who you got? <laughs> I've got Mizzou. Andrew, who you got? Uh, one thing that worries me is that this game's at Kentucky. Is it a yeah. night game? Do we know? Um, I can check real quick. It is a yeah, night, game. night game. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Oh, do I want to change my pick? Oh, I'm no. not. I'm sticking with Mizzou. I have Mizzou right, think, right now. I love. I that. think I'm going. I, I'm going with Mizzou. Yeah. I just, I just don't think Devin Leary. You, you can't run the ball. Mizzou doesn't. I just really don't have like Devin ball. Leary, man. He's not look. Do they have a defense though? I don't know. Yeah, but they got a quarterback who can throw the ball, and they got that wide receiver burden who's amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm picking Mizzou on this one. I am too. The night game scares me. Um, now that I I didn't even think to check to see night game. Night game scares me, um, but I think we're all going to go Mizzou here as well. Yeah, I'm um, not changing. Yeah. So. Um, okay, uh, next game we have is UCLA at Oregon State. Um, Oregon State is favored by four points. Uh, I'm riding with Oregon State. I picked them to win the Pac-12. I still think they can do it. Um, I think DJ and Oregon State win this. Um, although UCLA's defense looks really, really good this year, and uh more the quarterback, freshman quarterback for UCLA is going to be a problem in two years. Um, so I'm going Oregon State. I think it'll be a field goal game, though. Hmm. Um, I got Oregon State as well. You're going to trust your boy, DJ? I'm going to trust DJ. Andrew, I also just don't like the West Coast. So. <laughs> yeah. Who you got, Oregon State or UCLA? Who you got, Oregon State or UCLA, sir? Sorry, my phone's – I have, like, no signal. I'm picking UCLA <laughs> in this one. Oh. Oh. Going against us here. UCLA's defense is really, really good. This game kind of scares me too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, next game here. Uh, we'll 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 let you guys pick this one here. NC State at Duke. Duke is favored by three and a half. Do we know if Riley Leonard is playing? There is. I don't think I read it, but Mike Elko did give an update. Um, I don't think it changes my pick. I, I'm going to pick NC State. Um, huh. uh, I trust MJ. Their offense looked 
really good last week. Um, but against gonna, Marshall. But Marshall's really good. Yeah, they were good, but still. If Devin Leary was healthy, I think I would pick – I mean, not Devin Leary. Uh, I would get ready to tell Riley you. Riley, yeah. If Riley Leonard was healthy, I think I would pick Duke just because of Mike Elko and that defense. Um, well, did you – Is he? did you look up if he was playing I, or not? Uh, I can look here. I'll let you guys give your picks here, though. Um, so, who, who do you got well, here? Uh, well, I've – Oh, Andrew first. Oh, Libby, go ahead. Who you got? Well, you know who I have. You got NC State? I got NC State. Andrew, who you got? NC State or Duke? Is Riley Leonard healthy? I don't know. Yeah, I'm we're up. To figure it, out. Says, it says day-to-day with injury, injury, outlook positive for the rest of the season, uh, but unclear for this weekend. And those were so, all two days ago. Probably not. Thanks. I think a defense is going to be challenged this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the offense a little bit better. I like how NC State starting to use Trent Penix a little bit, dynamic yeah. player. Uh, if we could just get the running game going. I think NC State goes in, and believe it or not, the first time that I'm picking them all year, I got them upset and do. Yeah, I think Dude. we all do here. I, tr- I trust Oh, my gosh, the thing good, guys. I, I trust a healthy MJ over a hurt Riley Leonard, I think, at this point. Um, I actually don't think the defenses are going to be – I think it's going to be a shootout. I, I think it's going to go into a shootout. I think it's going to be a lot of scoring. I think the over is going to hit. That's actually going to be one of my locks. So, looking forward there as well. Um, uh, and then two more games here on the docket. We have USC at Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame, three, four really tough games in a row. Um, they're one and two. Uh, we kind of predicted if they could get one win out of the Clemson, uh, Ohio State, USC, um, we, we think that that would be a success for Marcus Freeman. I'm still in that boat, and I think they're going to win uh, this game um, just because USC has the worst defense in all of college football. So I'm going Notre Dame. Caleb Williams scares the crap out of me, though. Yeah. I got Notre Dame as well. It's at home. I think it bounced back. I think Hartman goes off. Like I said, if USC had a defense, I think it would be a little bit different. But they don't have a defense, man. I think the offense for Notre Dame opens up a little bit and the defense finally comes back to life. It has to for the offensive coordinator because if not, Mm -hmm. he's not going to have a job. So – Libby, who you got? I have Notre Dame just because it's at home, mostly. It's a night game as well. Good rivalry. Oh, it is a night game? I believe so. Um, or no, it's a 3.30 game. It might be an afternoon game. Uh, nope, it's a 7.30 game. Is it? Okay. Yep. So then they must Yeah, I got Notre Dame. Um, okay, and then the final game of the week, which, like I alluded to earlier, might be game of the year. Top 10 matchup, Oregon at Washington. Game day will be there. Washington's favored by three. Both Michael Penix and um, Bo Nix, I believe, are firmly in the Heisman race. Both offenses can score. Both teams have looked unstoppable. Uh, We'll go here. We'll let the guest pick for this one first. Libby, who you got for this, Oregon or Washington? I had a really hard time with this one. Um... 
I ultimately went with Oregon. Don't ask me why, because I really don't know. I just kind of did eeny, meeny, miny, mo. So we got Oregon it was, here. It was hard. I I mean I I think it's I think that's a fair assumption. So we'll see. Um, last year, if you remember, Washington came into Oregon and won this game. Um, so do we think Oregon is going to do the same to them? So Andrew, who you got for this one? Oh, I'm taking Bo Nix and the boys, man. I think. Dang. Washington I wanted you to pick Washington. Dang it. Uh. I think Bo Nix and the boys come in there. If they can get by Washington, I think you need to start putting Oregon on notice. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go with Oregon as well. I, I, The only reason why I'm picking Oregon is because of the defense. I trust Oregon's defense a little bit more than Washington's defense. I think Penix is a better quarterback than Nix. But I think the defensive line at Oregon is going to eat, and I think, I think it, the, it's going to be a shootout. But I think the Oregon defense will ultimately get a stop when they need to. Um, so just to recap some of the games, um, we're all picking Bama, we're all picking Oregon, we're all picking Wisconsin, we're all picking Mizzou, uh, we're all picking NC State, and we're all picking Notre Dame. Um, then we're, we're different. I'm picking Florida. Y'all are picking South Carolina. Libby and I are picking Tennessee. Andrew's picking A&M. Uh, I'm picking UNC. You guys are picking Miami and, uh, Libby and I are picking Oregon state and Andrew's picking UCLA. Um, so it should be, it should be a good week. Andrew's probably going to solidify his lead here. I think <laughs> with, with the <laughs> with the record, um, let's go ahead and knock out some locks of the week. I have 10 of them this week to get back on track to do 10 a week. Um, so just let me know what you guys think. Uh, stop me at any point, uh, but I'll run through them fairly quick. Starting on Thursday, we got Houston um, or West Virginia at Houston. Uh, West Virginia is favored by two and a half. I think Houston is horrible this year. Um, West Virginia hasn't failed me yet. Let's go with the Mountaineers and the boys. So laying Laying two and a half there, um, West Virginia minus two and a half. Next, we'll do Friday, Fresno State at Utah State. I think Fresno State bounces back here. Uh, Fresno State's favored by five and a half, so give me Fresno State by winning more than five and a half points. Um, JMU, Georgia Southern, fun game to watch. If you guys just like offense, I think this game will be fun to watch. Uh, the over is at 58 and a half points, and I'm going to go over that. I think they're both going to finish in the 30s. Um Iowa, Wisconsin, um, the overs at 35, over-unders at 35. I think that they score more than 35 points. Uh, that seems really, really, really low. Low, yeah. But both defenses are fairly fairly good. Iowa's defense is solid, but I think Wisconsin's going to score enough to go over the 35, maybe even by themselves. Um, next game, NC State at Duke. The over set at 46 and a half. I don't think defenses is going to be a thing, especially after mm-hmm. the offensive explosion that NC State had last week. Um, and I don't trust NC State's defense to necessarily stop anybody either. They're hit or miss every other weekend. Um, I don't. I don't. I'll, I'll say I don't trust our secondary at right. all. Zero percent. It's it's one of those where they look really really good one week and then they look and like terrible the next. Marshall, they looked horrible. Right. So I I think the over hits on forty six and a half points. Um, I think it's more of like a. Uh, 21 28 game which will hit 
Like I, I don't think it's going to be that much over, but I think it'll be around there in the twenties. Um, Tulane Memphis, another fun game to watch. If you like scoring the over under set at 56, I'm going to go over there as well. I think both offenses are going to be amazing. Um, Florida at South Carolina, I'm picking Florida to win the game outright. So why not give me two points just in case? Um, I think Billy Napier gets his first away win. Uh, USC at Notre Dame, Notre Dame's favored by three points. I think that they win by seven. Um, I think Sam Hartman comes out of the shell a little bit here. Uh, Kansas at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State shocked the world last last week by beating Kansas State. The over-under set at 55 and a half. I'm picking the over because Kansas can score. Um, their defense, not so much. So I think it'll be over 55 and a half. And then Miami at UNC, the over-under set at 58. Picking a lot of overs this week, so it's probably going to bite me in the butt. But um, I think both teams can score. I don't think either defense is that great. So I think they're going to score more than 58 points each. Do you guys have any any qualms with those, or are you guys fine with that? Uh... Or do you guys have any best bets? Nah, I'm all in one. Nah. Okay. I think the I think the I think the Duke NC State game can kind of that's one of the ones. It just depends on if Riley Leonard's playing. If that over and under can be reached to me, you know what I mean. Yeah, if Riley Leonard's playing, that over is definitely going to hit. Yeah. I just. Um, okay, so let's look into the head. Let's let's do some upsets of the week. This is where there have to be at least seven point favorites, um, favorites to uh, win uh, or to lose. They have to be underdogs by seven points. So this would be a potential upset that it will happen this week. Uh, Libby, I know you didn't have any last week. Do you have any this week? I didn't listen to any of that. No, I'm no so worries. Sorry. Uh, upset of the week. Do you have any upsets of the week? Do I have any upsets of the week? Um, more than seven point, uh, more than seven point spread. More than seven point spread. Mm. Well, you're looking, uh, because it looks like you're looking on the website there. I am. Uh, uh, I'll go ahead and knock out mine. I have two of them Auburn at LSU. Uh, LSU oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> LSU's favored by 11. I just have a feeling that um, – I, I, I just have a feeling that uh, – what's his name? What's the coach for Auburn? Um, Hugh Freeze. I just have a feeling Hugh Freeze is going to have one of those games where he just beats somebody, and I, why not LSU? Um, so, there, put them on outset alert. Um, and then Wyoming at Air Force. I already mentioned it earlier. Their Air Force is favored by 10 and a half. Um, I, Wyoming, I, I don't know what it is, but they look really good this year. So I'm, I'm going to go with them. Uh, although air force is always very solid. Uh, Andrew, do you have any other ones besides Auburn and LSU? <laughs> yeah, actually took both of mine. So, uh, <laughs> yep. That's all that. Well, we think alike, sir. <laughs> what can I say? I got another one too. The Braves lose tomorrow night. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, I mean, the Orioles Orioles lost, and they were the number one seed in the a, uh, AL. So, Living, oh, yeah. I don't see any other ones because I saw the 
LSU Auburn one as soon as you said it. Yeah. I just I have a gut feeling about that one. I I don't know what it is. And if it was at I mean, Auburn, if they play like if they if Auburn plays like they did against Bama, I'm telling you, watch out Georgia, against Georgia. Oh, yeah. Georgia, Georgia. Yeah, that's, that's that was my yeah. thinking as well because their offense didn't look that great, but their defense held them in check. So, um, okay, and then we'll go with player of the week. Um, I have three, and they're all on the same team, and they're all on the same side of the ball. We're gonna go Graham Mertz, Johnson Jr., and Etn uh, to beat. Shane Beamer and the boys, I'm just having flashbacks to week one when UNC and Drake May just torched all of South Carolina. I, I just – if they can not give up a touchdown early and if they cannot give up a touchdown early, I think Florida wins, and I think it's going to be because of those three. Graham Mertz has not been bad all year. Like, he's actually been super solid, like 60 to 70% completions – he has more, way more touchdowns and interceptions. Um, the two-headed monster running backs that they have, Johnson and Etienne, and then this freshman who came out and balled out versus Vandy last week. So um, that's who I have as my uh, players of the week to watch. Andrew, who you got? Player of the week. Players of the week. I have Bo Nix for Oregon. I'm going to take. Like I'm going to take Tyler Van Dyke. Out of Miami, oh. I think he blows up, and I think he finally shuts UNC down, and then fans will start looking forward to basketball season. <laughs> Why do you take my last, last but not least, I got to go with Sam Hartman, and I think he finally oh has gosh. a bounce-back game. And I think he's going to fly under the radar this week. I think everybody's going to start having some questions, and I think he's going to – Remind the doubters of who he is, and just because he's had two rough games, that he's back. Libby, I'm assuming you have the same as Andrew. Do you have any other different ones? MJ. He started out rough last weekend, but I think he think he's going to do all right. Yeah, I switched to that game. Throw, it tripped me you out. You can so throw in wearing number seven and not number sixteen, and I was like, "Wait, that was not his number last year." Wait, I thought you meant you like, did he switch numbers during the game? Oh, and I was no. like, uh, "No." No, I was, uh, I was looking you could, for sixteen. I was like, "Oh crap, did he get hurt? Are we playing the third string quarterback?" What'd I you got say? A, I got one that you can throw in there. He's guaranteed to have at least ten plus tackles, and that's going to be Peyton Wilson. Peyton Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um I yeah, I, I, I thought of a couple more, but like I don't I don't know if I trust them enough, but I, I'll stick with my three, I think. Um I I wanna put one more out there and just kind of throw a flyer on him. And y'all are gonna hate me for saying this, but DJ, he hasn't had his oh breakout God. game yet. So um DJ Uyama. Hey, Lillard. he could have it. So, um, uh, but if I had to, if I had to limit my four to one, uh, I'm going to pick Graham Mertz. I, I think he, he's going to be the key to victory. Um, the running backs will be solid. Ricky Pierce all solid. Um, it looks like he's throwing the ball a little bit better and more around. So, um, we'll go with that. Um, uh, but that's all we have for you this week. Um, thanks again for tuning in. Thanks you for, uh, liking, subscribing, commenting, continue to do so. Um, keep sending us ideas of other topics to talk about. 
I think next week we're, we'll be at the halfway point. We might talk a little bit about Heisman, um, maybe a little bit of conference championships, um, kind of revisit our, our initial picks, Andrew, um, on next week. But, but more to come. Thank you again for everybody at home uh, for your support, and we will see you next week. We'll <laughs>